Are you looking for a trusted property insurance partner to help your business grow and stay resilient? FM Global uses science, data, and research to help you make informed decisions. By working together, FM Global can help you grow your company with confidence and deliver the protection and expertise you need to thrive. We're also here to help you navigate the complex world of ESG. We'll work with you to identify and mitigate risks related to natural disasters and offer solutions that contribute to a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, what's popping, y'all? PSA Hip Hop. Y'all know the vibes. Watch what's good, my brother. You? This nigga, man. Yo, Watts, what's good, B? What's good, my brother? What's good? You know the vibes already, man. Let's get into this, Watts. We have a, and first of all, shout out to Crooked Eye because I remember he was, he tweeted out about a month ago, he did not like the verses that the West Coast was not being represented in the right way, even though Snoop did come outside, right? Um, but there was not a lot of West Coast representatives. We had a lot of New Yorkers. We had a lot of J.D. Kisses, the fabulous of the world, right? We had the Primo and the RZA. We had Manny and Scott Fresh and every Scott, Scott Fresh. Oh, my God. Scott Storch. Um, and to me, the West Coast really wasn't being represented in the sense of who's going to hold on to West for the West Coast brethren them, right? So now December 19th, we have E-40, 40 Water versus Too Short, Short Dog in the House. Talk to me, man. Even though we're both New Yorkers and we're probably not the best guys to talk about this, but let's just give, you know, see how we feel about this. So what do you think about the West Coast, first off, getting some pub and some love in these verses? Well, I'm glad they got two legendary figures from the West Coast. These are two guys who are Absolutely legendary. There's no debate about it. They absolutely have damn near, well, one of them have over a 30-year career, and the other one was a very integral, important part of the 90s. So much so that two of the greatest rappers to ever come from New York City did collaborations with them, Jay-Z and And the Notorious B.I.G. So their impact definitely is the impact that I'm glad it's finally going to get his flowers because it deserves his flowers. Well, I'm seeing a bunch of people on social media right now, a lot of the West Coast brothers. They are very happy for this battle to to go down. Us being two New York guys, can we understand how they feel? That, you know, uh, these are the two guys they want. Of course we – this ain't us being New York guys. We're hip-hop heads. This isn't a this right. isn't a thing where we don't acknowledge or recognize of these, course, these, these guys' contribution and what they meant for hip hop. So I think this is I think this is great. These guys have a absolute catalog. I mean, come on, man, you got guys that got over twenty albums. You know, these dudes yeah, have been rocking crazy. out too short, been rocking out since the eighties. So yep. this to a lot of people who've been listening to hip hop as long as me and you, our generation of West Coast heads or hip hop heads. They're going to love this. Now, yeah. if you cater in what Versus does versus caters to the under 30 crowd who knows absolutely nothing about hip-hop, absolutely <laughs> nothing, that, you know, I don't know what kind of reception they think they're going to get because you're going to have them over 
because you're going to need the old hey. to explain the significance of the songs they do when they go into their bag. You know, you had T.I. already ones. talking about, I can't battle Buster Rhymes because he's from a different era. So you already got 90s hip-hop looked at like it's some faraway land of, you know, black and white TV era. Well, what's dope also, both these brothers are from the Bay Area. So this is going to be like one of those friendly things. You know, like a primo resident thing going on where they have the respect for each other. It's not going to be on the Jeezy Gucci level or the baby face. Teddy Riley, nobody's going to big bro the other one and everything. This should be on a respectful level. You know, Mr. Fab, all of us. I think there's going to be. Okay, brothers, you know. I think there's going to be complete mutual respect. I think this is the, the epitome of a celebration of hip-hop with these two dudes. There's no question this will be an absolute celebration of hip-hop. Two Short's first album came in 1983, watch. 1983. I remember when we were doing our 80s list, I, I put him down on there because of this, of how long he's been here, the longevity. And you and I always salute brothers. That's, that's I mean, shoot. The, saying, saying Too Short doesn't deserve appreciation. He damn sure deserves an appreciation for as long as he's been here. And like you said, you highlighted he's done music with Big, he's done music with with, with, with Hove, Pac, right? He's been around for so long. And, so, and same thing with E-40, man. So I'm actually happy that they're getting some, some love right now. You know what I'm saying? Even though I wish Ice Cube was coming outside also repping the West Coast. I do want Ice Cube to come outside. Again, Sue, I don't know. Maybe Chuck D or something like that, but I would love for Ice Cube. Snoop was great to come outside. Dr. Dre also repping it for the producers. I would love to see Dre come outside also. You know what I mean? So, so this should be a good one, you think, right? I be, let me tell you what I think is great about this. I believe it will be a history lesson for people who want to know how important West Coast hip-hop was to hip-hop. Because every song they do, you know, you're going to have people in the comment section explaining the significance how important these songs was and why it's relevant. So this is this is one thing that I think is great for hip hop. Shit, back in two thousand six, No, for the West Coast heads who wanted West Coast representation, dude, this is can you you can't get no more West Coast representation than this. You literally can't. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Just in two thousand six. When E forty had his song with Little John, tell me where to go, tell me where to go, go, go. The hyphy movement that he was doing and everything, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's actually dope, man. This is real dope. I just need Dr. Dre and Cube. All oh, Snoop already came outside. Stupid DMX already gave us some fire ish, you know what I mean? And I still hope Capone and Oriega and Dog Pound uh D P G still goes down. I think they need another representative, you know, of the West Coast. But shout out to Tim and shout out to Swiss Beats for actually, you know getting this um, popping and everything, man. You know what I mean? So, um, watch, let me go ahead right quick, man. Um, we're having a conversation about Red Man and Method Man, right? Is it is it is it fair to always try to put pit those guys against each other because how close they are? It makes no of, sense you know, to me, and I think it's... Okay. I, I think it's pathetic when people try to put them against each other. Those dudes are real close. You know what I'm saying? And you can like one or the other, but it's like trying to put Ray against Ghost. Dog, it's not going to work. Like, you can't do that. You Like, like you pit, pit 
pitting Ray against Ghost is not going to work. Trying to pit Red Man against Method Man is not going to work. There's no animosity. There's only love. And, yes, you can you can like a, a MC better than the other, but you can't right. pit them against each other because you, you, you look crazy. These dudes were, these dudes were hip-hop soulmates. Same age group, same era, vibe together. And look, and, and, and they made a great career together. Method Man and Redman as a duo toured. Method Man and Redman as a duo was on the Hard Knock Life tour as a yeah, duo. Yeah. Not Wu-Tang Clan, not Death Squad, but Method yeah. Man and Redman. Like, I mean, like, they their own group. They just don't call them. They don't, they don't have a name for their group. What do you call dudes who keep doing albums together? <laughs> it's a group. Black like, album, it's black ridiculous when people like try to put them yeah. against each other. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. We know they do that to Cal versus the other dark side or the other, I mean to Cal versus with the right album itself, or that's another thing. To Cal there, versus there is no to Dark Side. They was on the same label. Method Man marketed okay. it as Month of the Man. And what the mean you do three we bought both of them enthusiastically both and rocked out both, both albums. There was, and I can. No, nah, I would say I this though. I would say this though. Redman, Redman does have better albums than Meth though. Okay. He does though. And I'm not trying to I did not buy Tikal in Devs of Dark Side, and run around to everybody I know. Redman no, better than Method Man, or Method Man's better no. I was enjoying both. I don't even think people. Out I don't even think in the nineties. Niggas having those conversations was better. I think we appreciated both of them as a as a, as a tandem. You know what I mean? We was loving that both of them was rapping together. They was you know Method Man was the most popular MC out of the group. Red Man one of my favorite MCs. I was just happy to see mm-hmm. two dope MCs get together. You know, I wish we had more big rhyming with them too. Yep, I agree. I agree with that stuff like that, man. I definitely agree with that, man. Those two brothers right there. I wouldn't mind seeing a, a versus with those two guys, Watts. Red and Meth. Red and Meth get na 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 na. What do you mean? Red and Meth battling each other or them as a sort of battling each other? I wouldn't even, look, I even look at it as a battle. I wouldn't even look at it as a battle. It would be a celebration. Together. Yeah, it'd be a celebration. Would be I wouldn't even look at it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I definitely. Um. We'd like to hear those two brothers go at it and stuff like that, man. You know what I mean? Uh, Watts, what do you think about Little Wayne's situation, man? I, I feel bad baby, for yeah, it. Man. I feel bad for it. I feel I feel bad for it, and I and 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 for the life of me, I don't understand how someone of his iconic iconic stature is in these kind of situations. He's just too big of a celebrity and too big of an artist to be in situations like this, in my opinion. So I, I just, I don't get it. I do not get it. This is why when people got at 50 Cent for having security and saying F the hood, and they really did not like 50 because of that, and people looked at 50 foul concerning guys like, um, what's, the name, what's your boy name, um, Dang Smurf and Poem for, for doing crazy ish on, on tours and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, son. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. You heard Wayne about selling his masters and everything, but that's for lawyer fees. People are saying and things of that nature, man. I hate to see brothers like Little Wayne who's been here so long. Didn't we just did a, a Little Wayne appreciation about a month ago or something like that? We yep. recently did one, yep. so it's like yep. crazy. Uh, we got to be careful, man. The appreciations are getting kind of crazy because we did one for Mom Deep and then P passed away, what, two weeks later? Probably I just think the situation with Wayne is, is I wasn't expecting it, and it and it's just you question you question his team, the people around him. Like, how do you let the the, the boss, the, the the superstar of the of, of like when Wayne is in the room, he's the big artist, he's the guy. So who's like, yeah, my nigga, had your had your gun with you, man? You know what I'm saying? Like who who who's saying this is the right thing to do? I I, I just don't get it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Mm. What do you think about Joe Biden and him giving? Situation. Mm. What, what do you think about Joe Biden? What do you think about Joe Biden and his crew giving thirty special his respect? I was, I was happy to see that. I was very happy to see that. Um, I was happy to see that uh, they were respecting a lyricist. I'm used to Joe Budden podcast talking about the four bar setups of Travis Scott. I'm used to Joe Budden podcast having, having, you know, hour long discussions on Drake's album and the intricacies of his lyricism world playing delivery. So it, it, honestly, it was shocking to me to hear them give Special's props with Special's rapping over beats from 1995, an era that I'm not sure they're familiar with. Even though Joe Bunn said those are my favorite Come beats. On, son. Joe I'm like, uh, are they your favorite beats? I don't Come know. On, I don't know. Based on the way that podcast talks about hip-hop, I would have no knowledge that 95 is a special year. How would I, how well, could Joe, I get that? No, Based I'm not going to lie. The hip-hop when they Joe talk about. talking about 95, now when Joe spoke about it, though, he sound, he's very hyped about the fact that special. Pick Matt Ill Beach that he likes, you know, songs that he rocked with in '95. He was really talking, you know what I mean? That was real dope to see Joe going that bag. Like he actually remembered that he was a hip hop head in '95. You know what I mean? I was I actually was, hyped. I, that I, he I like, I like, I like when Joe Budden gets reminded that he there was a time <laughs> when he loved that kind of hip hop. Because you got to understand that was the that was different than the kind of popular hip hop of today. You know, in '95 we had big pop groups out there in hip hop. We had PM Dawn out there. We had we yeah. had pop hip hop acts that were not that don't run hip hop the way they do now. So you playing the stuff that wasn't going platinum. You playing like hood music. You playing a lot of RZA, a lot of Havoc. Peace to Havoc and RZA, right? '95 seems like yeah. they they, yeah. they got a lot of love with they beat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. You know, it was dog. Should more rappers do this though? The nice niggas. I think I think rappers do do it. I just think people don't pay attention I, I to rappers who do it. I would love rappers to do this all the time. I would love hip rappers do this because they can do shit like this in the See, sleep. But in my I, opinion. So let me just say this: R.J. Payne been doing this, brother. Like been doing this. He got his name. Um, when he brought his name back, when he was rapping on all these beats like this. So I'm just going to say this. Rappers have been doing this, and it's not new. And rappers have been doing this. Not in a long time, though, 
I've heard um, I'm saying that we have been doing this in a long time. Tell me the rap. No, I, 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 I look at it differently. I feel that rappers have not stopped rapping over classic beats. They still do. You don't see niggas grabbing niggas' beats. Well, one of my favorite albums this year was an album called The Oracle uh, 2 with um, The Oracle 2. Grass do a lot of songs. And Graf did a song over. He did Jadakiss. He did over Jadakiss. Right. Did over songs. I'm talking about a, a, a complete thing. tape, man. This isn't a new trend, brother. And and and, and I don't I get no, nothing out of it. Nobody it's not a big it's deal a for trend. me. Nobody says a new trend, but it faded away for a long time. Let's let's keep it real. I'm saying you know, I, I, I never felt like, it faded away. I felt it faded away for a minute. Are you kidding me? Okay. 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 I'm, I'm just telling you, I never felt. I never felt there was a void in rappers rapping over other people's beats. I never felt like I man, love rappers rapping over other people's beats. I, I never, wish game I would never, do that I never more. got that. I wish Game would do that more. And, I wish Team would do that more. To say you want Papoose to do this when Papoose made, has a 10-year career of literally I'm only I'm saying now, man. I'm not talking about Papoose did fucking five years ago. And he's been doing it now. now. He's been doing it now. It's 2020. On IG, it's 2020, nigga. I'm not talking about Instagram IG, fucking deadline. On five, or what, 10 joints and rapping on other niggas' beats. Let me just say this. That's man. all? I disagree. I don't feel that way, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I love that special did it. I, I love I love how special's rapping over the beats, but I don't feel that I'm missing anything at all. <laughs> Hold on. What do you think about special saying that he never really rocked any female rappers? That's that's his choice and that's his opinion, but I would just say you missed out on some dope, dope hip hop. Especially yeah, especially I would if you're younger enough. Special. But boy, special. If you was if you was coming up in the '80s, man, and you heard light, man, oh yeah. man, you just you, you just, just yeah. changing it, man. Latifah with marking the forty-five king when Wrath of My yeah. Madness first came yeah. out. How that how we was Give like going crazy. I used to love that song. Yo, Give this me is, you know, I, I'm someone I'm someone who rocks heavy with female MCs. Always have, always will. And there was never a point where I was like, I don't want to hear females rap. I can never say that because yeah, yeah. the minute I heard f- hip hop, females were rapping. So, and listen, yeah. listen, me and you love the Foxy ever, the Little Kim ever, the Eve ever. That, that was female hip hop. That was female hip hop, and they was rapping. Love and it was crazy. They was rapping with the illest rappers in the game. The illest rappers in the My game. Nigga. Females was rapping with them, going ball for ball. How many times? So I, have I, we I can't. Showed Lauren Hill. Laurel and fucking Rod Digger love on Wild Cowboys. They watched them. They watched the Fujis on there. Laurel and fucking Rod Digger, they own that song, my nigga. They own Wild Cowboys. So the thing about it is, that's not a, um, you know, there's a lot of dudes who just ain't into female hip hop. And that's, that's yeah, on them. Yeah, all, yeah. I say, yes. all I say to them is, y'all missed out. Y'all missed out on so much dope hip hop. So yeah, much dope hip hop y'all missed out on. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of. I wish Havoc would get a versus, man. But no one, no, no one would appreciate that with me. Havoc in a versus, like no one. Oh, I was Everybody in hip hop would appreciate it, but they're acting like because he's not a mainstream, popular, commercial uh, producer that no one would know. 
But trust me, everybody who claims they're a hip-hop head would know. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Um, what's your take on James Harden not reporting the camp, my dude? Sucker, sucker move, and I don't respect it. And I'm and I'm gonna go with and I'm and I'm gonna quote my man Steve Jackson. So you out here running around chasing rappers, giving them three hundred thousand dollars in the pandemic. You got a young black coach. You got help. You got Boogie and John Wall, and you won't even give this guy a chance. You just want to get out. They traded Westbrook. They got Westbrook out of your way. They got Westbrook out of your way because he was ball dominant just like you. That's not good enough for you, so now you got to go somewhere else. You have a max contract where if anybody trades for you, they have to literally dismantle their entire team just to get you. Right. So I think what James Harden is doing is to quote KRS-One, wick, wick, whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know, you feel bad for fucking Paul Silas' son because he didn't sign up for this, man. He tried, he tried to get his first NBA gig. Thinking he's about to coach one of the best players in the NBA in the world right now, and this dude don't want to be here. But had no problem playing for D'Antoni. You know what I'm saying? But hey. But you know what I do like? You know what I do like? That Boogie and Wall want to prove that they belong in the NBA so badly that he's going to have two players that really want to show that they can come back to their, to their form. So he has two highly motivated players. And to be honest, it's better for them James Harden's not there because they're going to get all the shots. So they're really going to benefit from James Harden. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you feel the Rockets. Are you putting faith in John Wall and Boogie Cousins? Are you kidding me? Boogie Cousins? No, what I'm saying in 2020? Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? What did I say that you disagree with? What did I say that you disagree with about John Wall? You're talking about James Harden. You talking about them niggas should be happy that he is a company because they get more shots for them. That's what no, said, right? I didn't say, you know say they that? should be happy. I said it will benefit them in their game because more is going to be asked of them offensively. But they should not have more on plate is what I'm trying to tell you. You think Boogie Cousins ready, that's to, ready to take a team more? That's, that's, on, that's on James Harden. That's on James, James Harden is not there. So what's going to happen with James Harden not there is who has to pick up the slack? John Wall and Boogie Cousins, the two best players on the team. Is that is that is that not true? Are they not by default the best players on the Rockets now? I'm glad, I'm glad you said by default. I am so glad you used that word by default. Because of fact, they're the best players on the team with them not being there. They're the best players on the Rockets without James Harden being there. And James Harden does not want to be there. Then James Harden, go follow little baby, go follow one of your favorite rappers and take out $300,000 and just give it to them. Give another millionaire three hundred dollars And I want to hear you guys comment, boys, like, yeah, that's love. We salute that. We support that. That's what the millionaires do. You go to other millionaires and you give them $300,000 straight cash. Thank you, thank you, Stephen Jackson, for speaking the truth because nobody else in hip-hop media speaking the truth. That's a sucker move by James Harden. And I love that Steven Jackson said it and called him out. Because nobody else calls him out. I'm surprised Shannon didn't say anything about that. Because Shannon usually doesn't pipe by the You want me to tell you why Shannon didn't say anything about it? Because Shannon knows nothing about the hip-hop culture. Let's just keep it real. 
He's clueless. He's I don't him. know if I no, fully agree with that. Watch, he doesn't know. He always drops tidbits here about hip hop quotables here and there. I'm not saying he's Max Kellerman type ish, but he's. He, I think he's close to the culture. He's a, he's a I know. I don't think he's close at all. I don't think he's close to the culture at all. I don't think he's close because he knows Snoop. Snoop's been here for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows. Because he knows the legendary, iconic rappers that all his white co-hosts know. Everybody he knows get better Snoop. Like, come on. Oh man, I'm live, man. Um, James Harden says Philly and Miami are destinations. And how is that what he's really saying? I wonder how did that get out there? Like James Harden said that. How do they get the information? How are they privy to know that? Okay, these are the two landing spots I want to land at. I actually want to think about going to Miami and um, Philly. And I don't see if you're, if you're Houston. Why would you trade? Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid and John Wall would not work out in Philly. That is a disaster. That is not, that cannot happen. And that should not happen, number one. You know what I mean? So, um, what teams are you looking out for this year? What's your Eastern Conference sleeper team wants? No, boy, I'm going to rebut, I'm going to rebut what you said. Okay. James Harden would be a 95% upgrade from Ben Simmons on the I'm um, talking about Houston. On the phone, you're, you're, right. Right. you're right. You're right. You're absolutely okay. right. What about Houston? Um, exactly. No, I'm John not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying. Out. No, 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 no. I, I'm not talking about John Wall and Ben Simmons. I'm talking about it from the Philly perspective because Philly's the only one that has the player because he gets a, he got the max contract, and they have the they have the pieces they can give up Ben Simmons and pieces. Like that's the only thing that could work. I don't know what um, Miami would have to do to get him because who would they have to give up? The man's contract is he has a like two hundred and forty million dollar contract. Bam! I'm asking if I'm the Rockets, I'm asking for Bam Tyler Hero. I'm asking for those two cats off a of rip. You got to give me Bam and then Tyler be a fool Hero because you're not getting back. Then you'd be a fool. Then you'd be a fool because you're not getting any. You're getting back nothing. You're getting back nothing. My, my dude, you never get back. You never get back, back equal trade when you get a superstar, nothing. bro. When you trade a superstar of that caliber, you're not really getting back the same, you know, individual back. You're not like, you know, what I mean, Romelu got traded. I agree. To, to, People um, don't realize Jeff Hornacek was traded for Charles Barkley. I agree with you. Jeff Hornacek was traded Jeff for Charles Hornacek. Barkley. Jeff Hornacek. When Philly went to you, you cannot get equal value back from a from an old company. Yeah. You can't. Um, I believe I believe that the Los Angeles Lakers are going to Euro step to the NBA Finals. Wow, you going there with it? Yeah. Well, they have they they have there? no rival unless you believe in Denver. Unless you believe in Denver, the only the team that could potentially the only team that I believe can beat them would be the Clippers. But the lack of leadership on that team. And the fact that we found out Paul George is a fraud, they won't beat them. Mm. Paul George know, is a dude. fraud. Me and you both know that. Oh. Paul George, he's a fraud. Paul jo- well, well, hold on. What do you think about the Clippers giving him an extension, if that's the case? They obviously don't feel that way. More yeah, politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, Ty Lue probably feels like, yeah, I can, I can get this. I can get the best out of Paul George. You can't you know get the mean? best out of Paul George. We, watch, we have watched his whole career. You can't get the best out of him. We've watched his whole career. It's a little different when he's actually playing with a guy like Kawhi Leonard instead of playing with a guy like Melo. You know, it's a little different. You know, in my opinion. What do you mean it's a little uh, different? Wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? What do you You said it's a little different. What do you mean it's a little different? It's a lot different if you want to. Yeah, playing with Paul, playing with Kawhi Leonard is different than playing with Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook in OKC. Let me tell you that right now. That's just a fact. Oh, so he lost in the second round. He no-showed and was straight garbage against the Denver Nuggets. Straight trash. He was straight garbage. He Paul was trash, but that doesn't mean he didn't show up in that series. He didn't. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you don't. Well, like I said, like I said, the, 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 the Clipper, the, the Lakers have a leader in LeBron James. They have a super, I don't like super, you big enough LeBron star. like this. I do not like they have a superstar. Nasty. They have this a superstar in AD. They have a superstar in AD. LeBron recruited nothing but veteran players. LeBron's not doing rebuilding. LeBron's not trying to find young. Um, what you do LeBron's not trying. You do know Rob Palenka. Hold on, you do know Rob Palenka doesn't make the calls there, right? I mean, call. That's what you're doing. Me and you have never. The last time we saw a coach, <laughs> a, a player, try to act like he was bigger and more important than LeBron, LeBron left that team. And his name is Pat Riley. Right. Pat Riley tried to act like I'm that dude, and you not that dude. LeBron said, "Oh, Billy, I'm out." And <laughs> then LeBron championship. And then, wait a minute. And then LeBron proceeded to win two championships on two different teams with two different coaches. So LeBron wait a minute. This is nasty. This is nasty. This is nasty showing LeBron love. This is nasty. It's wild. Like, it's kind of I'm not showing LeBron love. I'm stating the fact. I mean, Hold up. Like I'm not ugly. showing LeBron love. I'm stating the facts. I don't have a problem with that. The facts is he won in Cleveland, and then he went to L.A. and won in L.A. So, yeah, LeBron called the shots. And what LeBron is not doing I'm saying, hey, dudes, let's get some young talent in here, some young guys. He brought in nothing but veteran established players. Wesley Walker, uh, the trash pickup was kind of big to me. You know what I mean? Um, they lost Danny Green. I think they spoke signed Caldwell Pope because he was playing pretty good in the playoffs. He played pretty good. You know what I mean? I don't know. Give me a sleeper team in the East, man. The Brooklyn Nets. That cannot be a sleeper team, bro. When they choose, when they choose to be a favorite, a sleeper team in the sense of a team that's going to be fighting, and we're going to be talking about them all year. But they might, they might make the playoffs. They might not make the playoffs, and they might make the playoffs, and because of something you saw in them, and then you know, I'll go first. How about that? Since you don't want to do it, fine. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. In the Western Conference, I like the Chris Paul, Devin Booker, a guy who you love very much. Your guy, Devin Booker, who you love very much from Kentucky. I like CP3 and this dude, man, and, and the kid Peyton from Arizona. So I got, I got the Phoenix Suns as my sleeper squad in the West. You know what I mean? Um, my sleeper team in the East? Uh, 
seventeen in the east. <sighs> my Knicks. Go my Knicks. There are be games that you why? gotta talk about with it. Well, why the why, Knicks why is the game. Knicks your sleeper team? Why the Knicks your sleeper team? I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. I'm just saying it's gonna be tough to just watch. Look, when you and I talk about Knicks basketball, whenever we talk about them, we're going to be talking about them losing close games. You feel me? No, you said sleeper team. A sleeper team means it's a team that makes the playoffs because everybody's sleeping on them. So you said the Knicks. How are your Knicks a sleeper team? Uh, okay, now, you know what? I'm, okay, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. We're wrong, dog. Like in, in your opinion, the in your opinion, will the Atlanta Hawks be better than the Washington Wizards? Wow. Oof, that's a tough question. That's a good question. That is a very good question, bro. Oof. I'm stuck. I can't even answer that question. I want you to be honest. Right now, in 2020-21 season, you would take who would you take as your point guard? Trey Young or Russell Westbrook? Trey Young. Explain to the people why. I'm taking Trey he's younger, better decisions, and you're in a league right now where you have to you have to have a jumper and Russell Westbrook's so, um, Tim so, Duncan wait, wait, bank wait. shot. I said Trey Young to incorporate Trae his Young game, makes, you know. Trey Young makes better decisions than Russell Westbrook, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, factions. So Trey Young, Trey Young right now, his third yeah. year to you. Trey Young to you is a better decision maker on the basketball court than Russell Westbrook. Yes. And you would absolutely take him over Russell Westbrook. Definitely, I wouldn't even think about it. Okay. Don't I just want to know. Hold on, don't you call Trey Young Young Steph Curry? Is that your nickname for him? Yes. Exactly. So why the fuck would I take this nigga? We got young stuff balling. Like, come on, that nigga's range is crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. Wow. Especially that people why on this one, please. Well, because you know what? You love the Wizards. You love the West and Westbrook uh, Bradley Bill shit. So you're trying to like, fucking bullshit me. I would yeah, continue. I'm trying to bullshit of of what what Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Came off a year last year, we averaged 27 a game. And when he was trying to play the backseat for James Harden for the first half of the season. And then he came on and started being more assertive, and he ended up averaging 27 a game. According to you, Russell Westbrook is a bad decision maker, and he is no longer as good as Trey Young. So, I mean, that's where we have it. I mean, so there's nothing for me to debate. What you mean, what you mean, not for me to debate, fam? There's nothing for me to debate. You made, you made your case. You made your case. I made my case for for, for for Russell Westbrook, and obviously, uh, it's not a good case. And you've made the case for Trey Young, so there you have it. Don't you like Trey Young? I love Trey Young. Huh? I call him Ice Trey. I call him Ice Trey. Ice Trey, like you gave him that name, the fuck guy, Ice Trey. This nigga, yeah, man. I tell you, man. the fuck guy. Yeah. What about the um? Who you like in the East though? I got, I got I got Brooklyn. I got I got Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn coming out the coming out the East. Shocker. So you got them beating Milwaukee, the Heat, 
I, let me just say this. The Heat are not a factor, and the Heat do not count. The Heat are a product of a team. The Heat, the heat are a product of the Milwaukee Bucks imploding, of the Milwaukee Bucks choking and underachieving. That's what the Heat are. I know you and ESPN think Tyler Hero is the next um, Luca. Y'all think he's the he's the the American version of Luca. Y'all think he's the next Jerry West. Y'all really Ooh. acting like this dude is really that guy when he's nothing but a glorified version of Mike Miller. That's what he is. And y'all can put all your hopes and dreams on Miami. Miami ain't built. I don't think Miami's better. Tyler Hero, glorified version of Mike Miller. That's it. No, that's it. He's better than Mike Miller. Glorified version of Mike Miller. No debate. Mike Miller was great. Mike Miller was great in Florida. Mike Miller was great at Florida. Mike Miller had a very solid. You in the college of Florida? You in the college of Florida on me? Nigga, you serious? Mike Miller. Mike Miller had a very solid NBA career, and Tyler Hero. Had a couple of damn games in the NBA playoffs, and all of a sudden he's better than Zach Levine. Y'all got to give me a break with him. Y'all got to give me a break. I don't believe in the Miami Heat at all. I'm glad you're saying all this, bro. You know that, right? I do not believe in the Miami Heat at all. And they're just going to have to prove me wrong every playoff series. I don't think they're better than Boston. I don't think they're better than Philly. And I don't think they're better than Milwaukee. And I don't think they're better than Brooklyn. I don't think that I think four teams in the East are clearly better teams than the Miami Heat. Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, and B R Double O K L Y N Brooklyn. We shall see. That's what it is, Watchman. Take us home, my team. P-S-A hip-hop, the home of team. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't the home do that. of don't team. Do team. <laughs> mixtape. Yes. I'm glad you don't do that. I'm picking it up. That's my guy, Heem. Shout out to Heem. I'm rocking on Heem's mixtape. You know what I'm saying? It's better than J.R. Ryder's project, according to Watson. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know the vibes already, man. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. You, 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 you don't mess up on the people. You said according to Watson, it's better. You can't say that. All I'm saying is this is PSA Hip Hop, the home of Team. Why is it PSA the Hip Hop, Team and DJ Why is it the home of Team when you don't really care for the project like that? Why is it? I never said I, I never said he was over writer. I just said PSA Hip Hop, the home of Heem, DJ Glenn's mixtape. That's all I said. I don't know why you're bringing okay. the writer of all writers in this conversation. Right, that's all right. But, is but he still the writer of writers in 2020, though? Hold on, talk about, talk about. Is he still the writer of writers in 2020, though? Let's keep it a stack. In 2020, the in 2020, 2020 Jay Ryder, in 2020, J.R. is the writer of all writers. I don't know if he's a writer or a writer still. I don't know about Carolina. I don't know. I don't know. That could be that's something we gotta talk about in the future, man. Uh that's what it is, man. PSA hip hop, man. It's your boy three and watch. Y'all know the vibes already. But with your boys. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.